everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yay. We made it to the end of Once and For All. Mm-hmm. And now we're in this scene between Denty. Uh-huh. I hate it. And the Friday of Presidents. Who is? Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. The guy from Newsies. The guy from Newsies. <laughs> except he wasn't the president in Newsies. He wasn't. He was the governor. And I bet you're going to tell me a little bit about him. So um, I didn't do a full bio on Teddy Roosevelt because yikes. <laughs> sure. Um, what I will say is that there's a podcast called Presidential where every episode is about a different president. And I personally only listen to the 19th century presidents, Teddy Roosevelt being the first 20th century president. Um, but if you want a full bio and then like a cool, weird, like deep dive into some aspect of him, um, that as they did for all the presidents, mm-hmm. I would recommend the Teddy Roosevelt episode of Presidential. Okay. What I did was focus on what he was doing in 1899. Okay. So um, it was six months into his two years as governor. Okay. He basically was governor from January of 1899 through December of 1900. Okay. He had won the vice presidency by then, but he his governorship stopped at the end of the year. Okay. So, so was he uh, vice president and also governor for a while? No. Okay. I mean, technically, but he wasn't inaugurated. Until, until after. The, okay, right. got I it. I think they still did it in March back then. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so he had defeated. I was really impressed to see this. Uh, he won the governor, the gubernatorial race. Gubernatorial being one of the best words. Especially if you think one or both of them is a goober. Mm-hmm. He beat Mayor Robert Anderson Van Wyck's brother Augustus. Oh. Yeah. I was like, it was like August versus Augustus Van Wyck. I was like, there's no way, right? There's no way this isn't re- he's not related. And at first it was like, I'm not seeing anything about Robert. And I was like, blah, 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 his brother Robert. And I was like, there it is. Got okay. it. So then in November of 1899, um, the vice president... Uh, whose last name I think was Hobart. Okay. Um, McKinley's vice president would die. Okay. And so then basically this guy, Platt, was the party leader. And like he appears in Teddy's Wikipedia page, I think almost as much as Teddy does. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it was sort of like his boss. So it, uh, basically this guy was like, you should, uh, we're, we want to give you the vice president nomination. And Teddy Roosevelt was like, I'm good. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, we really want you to be vice president. He And so he basically said, he formally said, I'm not going to seek nomination for vice president. And then there was a, a con- the convention in the summer of, of 1900. Okay. Platt came back and was like, no, su- we super want you to be vice president because Spanish-American War, you're awesome. You can win. Do it. And Teddy was like, I'll make you a deal. I'll either accept the nomination if it's offered. I'm not going to announce my, I'm not going to like, Throw my hat in the ring. But if, right. if, if I'm offered the nomination, I'll accept it. Or I get to be governor for another term. So he got nominated and mm-hmm. won. And then in 1901, McKinley was assassinated and he became president. Okay. So that that's was right. how that happened. I forgot that's how he became president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty wild. Pretty wild. I tend to forget McKinley existed. That is what the episode of Presidential is about. Is like no one remembers about McKinley. Well, because he wasn't president for very long, right? Uh... uh Right. Yeah. And like he was sort of like they named Mount McKinley after him, but they recently in like 2016 or something, they changed it back to the original name. Oh, because uh, it's in it's in Alaska. <laughs> OK. Um, And McKinley never went to Alaska. Oh, so like why? 
<laughs> yeah, so like why they named the, the thing after him. Yeah. He was like this guy from Ohio or whatever. Um, anyway, so yeah, Presidential is a great podcast. Um, but the theme was no one ever remembers McKinley. <laughs> How long was he president before he was assassinated? So he had, he had already had a term. Oh, okay. So he, he, was, um, he was president from 1897. And then he, I guess he got reelected in 1901. Okay. And then he, uh, let me just double check here. He was sworn in on March 4th, 1897. Yeah. And then the 1900 election. So he was assassinated like a couple months into his second term. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize that there had been a first term. I thought he was assassinated a couple months into his second and that's why no one remembered him. Yeah. Whoops. No, he was just sort of. I would I would like to say that I would re- that I will now remember him as the guy who was president during Newsies. That's how I've been remembering him since we started thinking about Newsies minute. The like, we need a good assassination. Uh-huh. I'm like McKinley, McKinley, McKinley. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that though. Fair point. <laughs> I just I know my own brain. <laughs> it's not going to retain that information. It might retain that the guy who was president at that time was assassinated. Right. Then that Teddy Roosevelt became president yeah, because of But it's not going to yeah. retain that it's McKinley. So the guy that played him, Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt is named uh, David James Alexander. Tell me about him. His top three, uh, Newsies. Okay. Uh, he was in a movie uh, called Time Bomb. He played Man in Intersection. Oh. And then he was his third in the top three was playing a guy named Don Flanders. Okay. In a uh, a thriller show called Hunter, which okay. is like a late '80s show. He was in Shield of Honor was the name of the episode. It's from season six. I got the IMDb app and it, it gives a lot more information. Yeah. Here's a one sentence synopsis. Hunter's murder investigation is complicated when he is assigned to train the incompetent son of his old training officer. Ooh. Okay. So then hit the rest of his career. This isn't in totality. I just noticed something. He was in a movie called Nightmare on the 13th Floor. Okay. As man number one. All right. He was in an episode of Designing Women. All right. From season five called My Daughter, Myself, playing man number one. Okay. He was in the Ed O'Neill and young Ethan Embry movie Dutch. Do you know that one? No. All right. May I I guess who he played in it? I thought, well, hold on one sec. Here, I took a picture because I thought you might know it, not know it, and I want you to see young Ethan Embry. Aw. He's very cute. Look how cute he is. Right? Did he play man number one? Playing man number one. Okay. And I'm beginning to, I'm, I'm catching on to the theme. <laughs> he was in the season six premiere of Who's the Boss? Called okay. In Search of Tony, playing man number two. Oh, twist. That was early in his career. He hadn't quite found the role that was right for him yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm close. I feel like I'm really close to the role that's that's you know I was born to play mm-hmm. in Man Number Two. I'm gonna go out for Man Number One this time. I have a good feeling about it. And you know what? It worked out great for him. And he made a career playing Man Number One. Yeah, including the number one man in the state of New York in 1899. Teddy Roosevelt, the governor from yeah. Newsies. Yeah, the guy from Newsies. The guy from Newsies. <laughs> it's ridiculous that that is how my brain has chosen to remember Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I mean, you remember Teddy Roosevelt. I the thing is, I probably would have remembered him just by virtue of His being Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, I think it's wild that Teddy Roosevelt got to be on Rush on the Mount Rushmore just because he was president when they were like, we should do Mount Rushmore. So let's see, Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and we have a fourth slot. Teddy Roosevelt's like, you want money for it? <laughs> I think you know who the fourth slot is. McKinley. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, get the fuck out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have two more notes. Okay. I love Teddy Roosevelt's uniformed staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't look up, and I didn't really know what search and what search terms to put in for. Is the governor of New York's staff in 1899 uniformed men that look like Eagle Scouts? They had to be soldiers, right? I think I would think that they're soldiers, yeah. and I think that it's sort of Teddy Roosevelt being like, "I'm still war boy." Remember when I charged up San Juan Hill? <laughs> no, shut up. Nobody asked you, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, Jeremy always telling the truth. Yep. About that one thing. Um, and then my last one is I love racetracks. Love for less. Less gets a lot of uh, a lot of love in this he in the does. last thirty seconds of this. Yep. My my last note is race and less, and then hard eyes emoji. Yeah. He does the little ha- like mess up his hat. Yeah. Smoke a cigar near him. Yep. It's like come on racetrack. <laughs> I mean, less is going off over there. Great. I'm gonna light up and go talk to him. Yeah. I mean, well. <laughs> kind of racetrack's whole thing it's his whole thing it's his like abrasive twisted attitude on life i have a question for you about teddy roosevelt okay so he says and i did nothing right oh i didn't say when this minute starts and ends oh this minute starts with those poor boys right and i have it going on through what if the delanceys right we'll find out next week what the delanceys might do but so those poor boys and then he follows it with and i did nothing did he know that there was an issue He's and he, like, ignored it? No. He specifically had just finished reading the part of the newspaper that said, um, uh, House of Refuge, House of Shame, details hidden from te- from Governor Roosevelt. Right. So, so, like... No, I think he's beating himself up for no reason. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I'm like... Like, I read the headline. Yeah. And I... Or the, the line or whatever. And yeah. I heard him say that. And I'm like... Yeah, you did nothing because you didn't know, dude. Right. Cut yourself some slack. I think that I think that it was definitely like a, I, I mean, also I'm sure he thought of the cool line of until now. Yeah. I mean, I guess he had been to the refuge, so maybe he felt like he should have known. Right. But maybe that's it. Um. Another. My, my next. My next note is another like how how is this person supposed to know this thing? Uh. My w- w- after our little scene in Teddy's office. We go out to Newsy Square where Mush stands there and he goes, so when, when's the others coming, kid? To Kid Blink. Yeah. Like, Kid Blink has any idea. Yeah. It's kind of cute, though. It is. But also, I've never called Kid Blink kid. No. I've always called him Blink. Right. Kid Blink or Blink. Right. Never called him kid. And I've never noticed Mush calling him kid until today. Same. I'd never noticed the whole line, when's the others coming, yeah. kid, before in my life. Yeah. And... I have so many issues with it. Do you feel like Jack's been grumpy all day? He's been in a bad mood all day? He's been... I'm going to take that again. Do you feel like Jack's been in a bad mood all day? He ain't been in a bad mood. He's acting exactly... It's like he's like, you know, Skittery was right the other day. (laughs) Because he's like, they're like, when when are they coming? And Jack's like, they're not coming. Yeah. How quickly we're... I think he's just a little sleepy from having stayed up all night making newspaper. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I would be. Yeah. Like, really grumpy. And then if it didn't work, <laughs> we made 2,000. But it feels like eight to 900 just got thrown in the air. <laughs> it just disappeared. <laughs> it just, like, it was as if they just threw them up in a clump and just watched them fall into an alley. Where's Boots? Boots? He was just here. Bye, Jack! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jack gets very, very cranky about how nobody's coming. I mean, it's definitely a, like... He has to be 
like defeated now so that if something happens in the next couple of minutes it's even more exciting yeah but like it feels like then why did you spend all night writing this paper and doing this plan yeah did you think that they were gonna be like i'll leave now right i guess maybe he did actually no that is that is what he thought that's probably exactly what jack thought (laughs) yeah never mind that you know, presumably some of them had to travel. Right. Some of them probably wanted to, like, finish their shift so they didn't get fired. Right. Jack is a more of a stomp on newspapers running thing. Yeah. Type type worker. Yeah. I want to know how Jack is, like, hanging out in Newsy Square right outside the World Distribution Center without anybody caring. Yeah, I think that's a good question. Like, he's just standing there next to the Horace Greeley statue. Yeah. Like, right out in the open. <laughs> They're not coming. It's me. Jack Kelly, over here. <laughs> Allow me to climb up on this statue. It's about the only thing he didn't do. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Les comes over to Jack and gives him the very definition of a searching look. Right. Yeah. Like, just stands there looking up at him like, what are we going to do, Jack? <laughs> Why? You can't give up, Jack. And then he wanders. Well, then Jack s- clutches him to his breast. Yes. Or his abs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Les is very short. Yes. But then Les just kind of wanders over stage right a little and almost as if he sees some almost as if he sees something. Yeah. It's a very clear he was directed to go stand on his mark. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And he does. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure he stood right on it. Yeah. Yeah. And he sings his line. He does. Which is really the only is it the only line that he actually like other than that time that he was not sleeping? And then, yeah, because then before, when they did this before, mm-hmm. um, he said, no. Yeah. He didn't really sing anything. He yeah. just sort of reacted. So, yeah. But, yeah. Everyone everyone gets one yep. line that they sing in Newsies. Yep. I wonder how it's all going to turn out. I literally I can't think of, of how this movie doesn't end at the end, at this time next Friday. I mean, okay, you have to, you, you have to, we have to see Kevin Smets again, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't, I don't think the movie is going to end end next week but i would say that we've got okay so this this is minute 105 so 16 minutes 17 minutes left i would say we've probably only got seven or eight minutes of movie left because you have you have the the next scene and then there's an epilogue that i forgot about epilogue where david gets his newsies cap and oh yeah yeah, yeah. newsies don't the pa- headlines don't sell papes newsies yeah. sell papes they're like you started working here last week david yeah, but I organized an entire strike and won. I rescind my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you? I don't know when to put this in the in the movie or in the in the in the podcast. The Newsies strike cut per, cut uh um distribution by seventy percent. Oh wow. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, so it was fairly successful. <laughs> I mean, sounds like it. <laughs> you know what else is fairly successful? Our Twitter. Uh huh. At Newsies Minute? Uh-huh. What about our individual pages, at Unabashed James? And at Unabashedly Aaron. Not as successful. Interesting how that works. Actually, that's probably backwards. I think that's probably backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think individually we're much more successful than we are together. Hmm. That can't be right. Maybe people just haven't liked the page because they don't know what the what the Twitter handle is. Now that they know, they can go find it. This is the time they've decided to listen to it. I just took us on a wild ride, didn't I? Uh-huh. <laughs> We also have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James if you like the nonsense we come up with and would like to encourage us to create more nonsense. Absolutely. I would encourage you to encourage us. Yeah. Because I'm an enabler enabler. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I've always said that about you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Continue, keep saying it. I, I will. I Be shall. an enabler, enabler, enabler. I shall. Do. Enable. Please do. You. We're also on the Scavengers Network. You can find them at... God knows why they let us be. (laughs) You can find them at scavengersnetwork.com where you can find all the shows, beautiful pictures of everyone that's on the network. So yeah, go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all of the shows available on that network. Check out information on their Patreon, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I thought you were saying at. I was like, we already said the website. No, et. Et cetera. Et cetera. Everyone, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for sticking around while we wander through the woods, hopefully finding civilization by the end of it. And in civilization, we should be able to... Soak them for crutchy? You did it! Yay! I did it! That's growth. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.